welcome to the Hope City Church podcast. We're so excited for you to listen along and hear this week's message. We pray it inspires and motivates and draws you closer to Jesus. Let's take a listen. We're doing things a little different today. We don't have kids' church, and, and we're not taking up an offering, and we're not doing announcements. We're here to celebrate Jesus and the cross today. We want to keep our focus solely on that. So today is Good Friday, and that's what we celebrate it as. And for a long time, I never really understood why it was called Good Friday. I think I told you this a couple weeks ago. For those of you who don't know why we call it Good Friday, let me tell you about it for a second. Good Friday used to be called God Friday way back when. But through the corruption of the human language, they slowly changed it to Good Friday. And the term God Friday came from the, the understanding and the sense that it was a holy day. So when it was God Friday, it was a holy day. It was the day celebrating what Jesus had done on the cross. And today is a holy day. We've got this cross on the stage over here. And it's not as big as the real cross would have been, clearly. I'm hoping not, because that would have been terrible. It's much too short in the arms for me to begin with. But we are celebrating today what this cross represents, what Jesus did for us. And we're going to spend a few minutes looking at that. I'm going to ask um, the ushers to go ahead, and we're going to take communion today. And I'm going to ask them to go ahead and pass out our elements right now so that we're ready when the time comes to take communion. If you uh, are gluten-free and you need or would like gluten-free communion wafers, we have them. They're at the back. We don't have a fancy dish to put them in just yet. But if you need those, Marlene has them over here. That's not a glass of water, and so does Jean. So if you need gluten-free, just let them know, and they'll give them to you. So they're going to pass them, but while they pass them, let's just, stay in this, let's just stay in this place where we're remembering Jesus. In Luke chapter uh, 19, or John, I'm sorry, open your Bibles to John chapter 19 if you have them, or if not, we have it on the screen there. Starting in verse 28. This is Jesus. He's on the cross. He's just finished um, being up on the cross and looking down at his mom and looking at John. And say, he says to his mom, he says, woman, behold your son. And he says, behold your mother. And I don't know if you realize this. I was saying this to Jen this morning on the way here. But Jesus was the oldest child in his family. Do you ever realize that? Jesus was the oldest. Is there any other oldest people here in the family? Chad is the oldest. Well, you're both oldest. Okay, all right. Jesus was the oldest. And we don't know where Joseph went. So Jesus is hanging on the cross, and it's his responsibility to look out for his mom. That was his, that was his responsibility. So we're seeing a picture in the very last moments of Jesus' earthly life. He's hanging on the cross, and he's still caring about other people he's still looking at his mom and he's saying hey don't worry this guy's gonna take care of you when i'm gone it amazes me how in the agony and the torture and the pain that jesus was going through that even in those moments his thoughts were not for himself 
But his thoughts were for you, for me, for his mom, for everybody else, but what he was going through. So then we pick up in John 19, starting in verse 28, it says this. Jesus knew that his mission was now finished. And to fulfill the scripture, he said, I'm thirsty. Verse 29 says, a jar of sour wine was sitting there, so they soaked it in a sponge. They put it on a hyssop branch and held it up to his lips. Verse 30 says this. When Jesus had tasted it, he said, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and he released his spirit. I don't know about you guys, but I have been thinking about Jesus and his death and his burial and his resurrection all week long. As we've been fasting, I've been thinking about this. I've been reading this story every day this week, just going through it, thinking about it, thinking about what Jesus must have felt like, what it was like for him, the emotions he would have been feeling, the things that he was doing, the, the people that he was talking to. Back in the 80s, one of my favorite Christian albums was Beat the System by Petra. And there was a song on it called It Is Finished. It was a real rockin' song. Do you remember that song? And it was about Jesus going to the cross. And I loved it. And the whole chorus of the song was, It is finished. And the sky grew black as the night. It is finished. And I don't remember the next line, but it was good. It was a good song. But the chorus was over and over again, It is finished. And I have been thinking about these three words all week long. It is finished. And what I want all of us in here to think about is those three words and how those words apply to you. How do the words that Jesus spoke saying, it is finished, apply to you in your life? Do they apply? Are there things in your life that Jesus paid the price for, but you're still dealing with? and you're still struggling with? Because I want to tell you today that when Jesus said, it is finished, he paid the price right then and right there for all of us. For everything you're dealing with, everything you're going through, every trial you face, every temptation you walk through, every emotion you feel, whatever it is, when Jesus said, it is finished, it was finished. Let's go to Matthew chapter 26. Starting in verse 17. No, not 17. 26. This is the Last Supper. And this is where we get communion from. says, as they were eating it, Jesus took some bread and he blessed it. Then he broke it in pieces and he gave it to the disciples saying, take this and eat it for this is my body. This is my body that I'm allowed, that I'm going to allow to be destroyed for you. 27 says, and he took a cup of wine and he gave thanks to God for it. And he gave it to them and said, Each of you drink for it, for this is my blood, which confirms the covenant. 
the New King James says, the new covenant between God and his people. It's poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. He says, this is my blood. It's the new covenant. And I actually like how the New Living Translation, the New King James ESV say something like, it's shed for the remission of sins. But I like the picture here in the New Living Translation where it says, my blood is poured out. And I like that because the picture of pouring out is something you choose to do. Somebody else can make your blood shed. But the general idea behind pouring something out is you take the cup and you pour it out. And Jesus says, this is my blood. It's poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. So when Jesus was on the cross in John and he says, it is finished. This is what he's referring to. This is the very end of Jesus' earthly ministry. Everything that he came to do, when he's on that cross and he releases his spirit, and he says, before he releases it, he says, it is finished. He did everything that he came to do for you and for me. And the Bible tells us that as he said, it is finished, says he released his spirit, he breathed his last breath, and he was gone. Do you have those elements with you? I want you to take a minute before we take those elements, and I want you to think for yourself. I want you to think in your own heart. When he said it is finished, what does that mean to you? How does that apply to your life? We're here celebrating what he did up here for us. Our sins held him to the cross. And to be honest with you, I feel like even if they didn't nail Jesus to the cross, he would have hung on up there himself to pay that price for each and every one of us. Because the price had to be paid. And that's why he came. And if he didn't give his life, and if he didn't pour out that blood for us, then he wouldn't have been able to say, it is finished. So I'm going to stop talking for a second. And I want us all to think in our hearts about what those words mean to you. What in your life did Jesus pay the price for? What did he say to you that it was finished in your life? Because all those things that we're struggling with, all those things that we're going through, all those things that we're dealing with, the price has been paid. Let's just take a second.
Father. We come here today in your presence to celebrate your son, to celebrate what he did on the cross for us. We take this bread, we take this cracker, and God, we remember that this symbolizes your body. Your body that had those whips laid on it, that was beaten and was bruised, that was punished. Because it's by those stripes that we are healed. And we remember the work that you did that we could never do. We remember the price that you paid that we were incapable of ever coming close to paying ourselves. Father, today we remember your son and what he did for us. And we thank you for it. And we thank you, Jesus. Let's take the bread. In Matthew, we just read it, and <clears throat> Jesus, in some of the different Gospels, he said, when you do this, do this in remembrance of me. Which means Jesus is saying, I want you to think about me when you partake in this. Don't forget what I've done for you. Don't forget the price that I've paid for you. And guys, this weekend, today and Sunday, this makes up the foundation of everything we build our lives on. We serve a Savior that sacrificed his life for us. Sunday, we're going to celebrate because he rose from the grave, because that tomb is empty. So we remember the price that was paid. We remember the sacrifice that Jesus made. So let's take this cup and I'm going to pray. And as I pray this, I want you to think about and I want you to picture in your mind's eye, I want you to picture Jesus up on that cross as if he is looking at you and saying to you today, it is finished. There's things we all deal with in life that, you know, sometimes no amount of human wisdom can overcome the pain and the hurt. But what can overcome that is the blood of Jesus Christ that he poured out for you up on that cross. And I want you to picture Jesus today looking right at you, saying to you, the work is finished.
Father, we thank you for your son. We thank you that he willingly went to the cross for us. We thank you that he chose when he was in the garden and he was praying and he didn't want to do it and he said, if there's any way you can get me out of this, I would prefer that. But nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done, Father. God, I am so thankful that Jesus chose to go to the cross. I'm so thankful that Jesus chose to go there and pour his blood out for me to forgive me of my sins, to redeem me, to set me free. And I am so thankful that Jesus was on that cross looking down into history, thinking about all the people who would ever come knowing that he had paid the price, saying it is finished. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for paying our price. We remember, we remember what you did today. We honor you. We thank you. Father, we worship you. We praise you. And before we partake of this cup, I just feel like some of us here need to let go of some things. That God is saying, hey, I've finished this. I've done this work. I've redeemed this. And before you take that cup and you swallow it, remembering what Jesus did for you, I feel like God is wanting and there's the opportunity here for freedom. And if you will allow it, before you open your mouth and you let that wash over your tongue and go down your throat, choose to let the finished work of Jesus Christ set you free today. Jesus' name. When you're ready, go ahead and take that juice. Remember that it is finished. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope you are drawn closer to Jesus and that His Spirit, His love, and His life are filling you right now. If you'd like more info about who we are and what we're doing at Hope City, head over to hopecitychurch.ca to find out more. And if you liked what you heard, head over to iTunes and rate the podcast to spread the word so others can hear too. And oh, one more thing before we go. We just want to remind you that you were made for hope.